Welcome to the Pop Ninja Podcast, where we reminisce about the pop culture of the 70s, 80s, and beyond. From bell-bottom jeans to parachute pants, from Panama Jack shirts to members-only jackets, from Smurfs and Scooby-Doo to Thundar the Barbarian. If you had a Rubik's Cube, wore a Swatch Watch, was crazy about Max Headroom, or ever wondered who shot JR, then this podcast is where you will feel right at home. Now, jump in the DeLorean time machine and join your hosts, Lisa and Patrick, as they take you on a pop culture adventure through the greatest decades of all time. Hello out there in podcast land, this is Patrick Bennett coming to you from the swamps of Southwest Louisiana. Join me over Zoom is my co-host, Miss Lisa Everett, over in the Keystone State of Pennsylvania. Hi, Lisa. Hey, Patrick. We have a very special guest with us on this episode, a lady horror host from Philly. Lisa, would you introduce our guest? Our guest this week is um, Karen Schioli. She was the horror host on the show Saturday Night Dead, which was on the in Philadelphia, the Philadelphia area on uh, WKYW. It was an NBC affiliate. It ran from 1984 to 1990. And Karen played Stella. This is KYW TV, Channel Three in Philadelphia. This is Saturday Night Dead, starring Stella. That man-eater from Maniunk. Tonight, Roddy McDowell stars in the horror thriller, It. But now, here's a woman who has gone through a truly uplifting experience, Stella and Saturday Night Dead. Oh, this place is a mess. <laughs> oh, good evening. Welcome to Saturday Night Dead. It's me, Stella, the maddening minx of movie dumb. <laughs> Tonight, I have a wonderfully frightful thriller for you. Back by popular demand, it's Roddy McDowell in It. Oh, oh, this place is disgusting. Oh, I've been so busy being a diva who has time to do housework. Oh. Hi, Karen. Hello. How are you? Thank you so much for inviting me. Well, thanks for, thank you for being here. Thanks for... Yes. Oh, oh, it's my pleasure. It's, uh, you know, it's our month, right, Lisa? This is it. It is. We, I, my, my fellow uh, Halloweener. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. If I'm the queen of Halloween, you're the Halloween queen. I could so. be the princess. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, you're the queen. The I bow the to goddess. the queen. Yes, you're the queen, definitely. <laughs> Karen, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got to become a horror host. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I've had a very strange career before Stella, and then it just got weirder once I did Stella. Um, but St Saturday Night Dead, it was a KYW TV in Philadelphia, which was a 
fourth largest market at the time. So um, it, it got a lot of attention. Was all it reached Atlantic City, and which helped us because we had some crazy guests on the show. But I would show a horror movie. Um, Stella was the man eater from Maniunk. Maniunk is a section of Philadelphia, um, and uh, Stella lived in a haunted condo high on a hill in Maniunk. So she was like a modern type of a horror person she didn't live in a mansion she lived in a condo but it was haunted so <laughs> and it had a dungeon and it was uh, I had a crazy cast of characters of regular characters like my butler hives played by Robert Bilbro and we're still good friends to this day um and Glenn Davish played oh, a million different characters sadly he was my best friend he passed away uh but we were on six years we had a blast it was a lot of fun and we showed the worst horror movies ever at oh, least some oh, you know that was the, the whole thing can't be horror movies that's yeah the yeah I, I i you know what when i was looking at some of the movies you did um you know i heard you say they were b movies but some of them look like double d movies <laughs> oh my god I, I haven't even heard of some i stopped watching them out after like six months in i'm like okay i can't do this anymore oh, really? you know i used to be so gung-ho in the beginning like oh let me watch the movie so i but yeah no i stopped <laughs> no? Was, okay we started out with good movies we had i mean that's what happened the the TV station bought a package of horror movies and they were the old Hammer House, those wonderful right. awesome Technicolor movies. with, you know, uh, Vincent Price and, and, Cushing and, and all those old English guys. Yes, yes, it was. they were great. The, the stuff that I used to see in the movie theater when I was a kid on Saturday afternoons, you know. Um, uh, so they bought a package of those. And since Elvira was, went on the air also in the uh, 84, 1984, and she was a big hit. So they decided to have an audition, like a, a big casting audition for a host. Um, and it, I always called the, you know, looking for the gone with the wind. You know, they had a, a big host. It had like 150 people auditioned. And shockingly, I got the part. Karen, I read that you did some stand-up comedy. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? I, I used to do comedy cabaret. And I used to do stand-up, which was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. But I also used to do musical comedy cabaret, you know, funny songs and all. Like, I was inspired by Bette Midler and stuff. So I used to do that. And I actually got a gig at Caroline's one time. Oh, did you? Doing that. Yes. Yeah. I think I did two nights there. Two nights twice. I mean, I started out in Philly in 1977 was the first time a place called Grandma Minnie's opened up in Philly. It was the very first comedy club in Philly. And then after that, it just it, comedy clubs just took off. And there were a ton of them in Philly. Uh, I met my husband at Grandma Minnie's in 1977. Um, we're still is, married, too. <laughs> is he, was he a, a comedian? No, he's a singer-songwriter, really oh. talented. Yeah, oh, wow. he, he's very, very talented. Rick Rick Rydell is his name. Rick Rydell from yeah. Rydell High. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Yes, yeah. we're yeah. we're not related to Bobby Rydell. I just no, just, okay. no uh, <laughs> but it's funny. Bobby Rydell, his real name is Ritterelli. So he stole oh. my husband's name. <laughs> okay. Yeah. See, my, my friend Mary, she was, she's a huge fan of yours. And she lives, um, well, she was lived in Philly, but now she lives like right outside Philly in, in New Jersey, but um, like maybe 15 minutes from Philly. But um, she's the one that had told me about your show on there. And I'm like, that is so up my alley. I, 
just oh. I, I love it <laughs> it's like, it's so funny cool. how you, you become friends with people on Facebook that you know yeah. that you like even though you've never met them and yeah. Uh, I feel that way about Mary. She's been so, you know, she's just so sweet. Like, oh, I was a big fan of your show. But then once you get to know people and see their posts and also, yeah, I hope someday the three of us can actually meet in person. I'd Me too. To. I, I know. I got to get, we got to get rid of this, this virus stuff. But I, I, I hear um, you. I know. But this, I, is a, this is a fun thing to talk about Halloween. Yeah. Let's go back. We, we yeah. don't want to go forward. We want to go back. No, that's right. That's right. We, we love, um, the the 70s the 80s you know and that's why i i didn't know like how far back in time your your movies uh went that you introduced like were they like Um, like they were mostly 70s i want to say like maybe 60s 70s i think the hammer films came out in the 60s um a lot of them because that's when i used to see them uh so we would show them but then after we ran out of the good movies uh we started showing the really horrible movies then Oh, I swear some of them look like they were shot in the park across the street, you know? I mean, oh. it was so, so bad. Like, were they ind- independent movies? Like, uh, where'd you no, get them? Um, I, no, well, the station would buy a package of films. So you would get like maybe two good ones and, and then you would have them for a certain amount of time. You were, you know, you could show them for like a year or something. Okay. Um, so they would buy a package. So they kept buying packages of movies. They didn't know how long the show was going to last. So they were surprised it went on for six years. They kept having to buy. And then as the show, the show became really, really popular, even though I came on at one o'clock in the morning. Um, it was everybody likes a horror show, you know, and we had a blast. I know with, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when you add a ridiculous comedy show to it, um, with a lot of cleavage, may yeah. I throw in. <laughs> yes. That's why, that's what, that was my joke about the double D, see? Yeah, oh, okay. You know, I thought I knew every cleavage. I, I'm not a comedian. Way. I just pretend, <laughs> like, I, I'm funny. <laughs> yeah, oh, so. my. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so funny because, uh, I mean, Stella really had a lot of cleavage, and, uh, and they were all mine. It was all real. But uh, because Elvira did. So they wanted yeah. Stella to be sexy. Philly has a tradition of, I, we had two other horror hosts in Philadelphia. One was Roland, who was John Zacherly. Do you know John Zacherly? He, uh, he went on to, oh, well, anyway, he moved to New York. But he started in, I think it was 1958. He was on for one year in Philadelphia. And it was astounding how popular he was. He came on at 11 o'clock at night and he was on live after that we had dr shock in philadelphia and he was on he was more like a kid show uh he came on in the afternoon he was on for 10 years and then when kyw wanted to present another horror show and had the big audition where 150 people auditioned for the role um they decided they wanted a female for the first time so that was fun. I was happy about that, you know. <laughs> and the fact that I was doing stand-up comedy, I think, helped my audition because they saw me as someone who could maybe write the show. Um, I didn't realize I was going to have to write every show. <laughs> oh, did you? Okay. I, I did, yes. 141 shows I had to write every week. Oh, my gosh. I know. Wow. 
Yeah, that was a, That's a lot was, of pressure. Yeah, it was a lot of pressure. It wasn't like, oh, I couldn't think of anything this week. No, you had to come up with some, which means some of them were really bad. You know, some of them were better, but I had a great cast of characters, uh, Bob and Glenn, who worked with me from the second show on. And they were on almost every, Bob joined us a little later. I had a butler named Skeeves <laughs> at first. Okay. My friend Billy Brown, who has also passed away. But okay. anyway, we had crazy characters. I had a lot of local stand-ups um, came on the show as characters. So I was a, a nice platform for actors and, um, you know, people like that. I mean, we were a union show and stuff. So we had KYW, it being an NBC affiliate in Philadelphia, um, it's now CBS 3. They switched the name from KYW to CBS. So it was a big okay. station. And um, so we had a, a bigger budget than a lot of the horror shows throughout the country. That They're very popular. It's like a, a folk art in a way, somebody said to me. Your horror, horror host. Yeah. Um, you know, Patrick I mean, had, had somebody in his town that was like you. What was his name? There was a show I'd watch with my brother every week when we were kids, and uh, it had a horror host named Dr. Mind, and he was a mad scientist in a lab, and he had this uh, hunchback assistant named Quasi Boudreaux. <laughs> with, a, with a name like that, Boudreaux, you, you know it was filmed here in Louisiana. Uh, they, they would introduce old horror and sci-fi shows like the ones you're talking about. I remember uh, seeing Godzilla on their show, and the movie Them about the giant ants, yeah, th their show was a lot of fun, and yeah, we we never missed it. We we would uh we would wait for it every week and look forward to it. Yeah, yes, yeah. They, yeah, I wonder. Well, we wondered if you had met him somewhere at some convention or something. I, I don't, I don't think so. I have met hosts through uh, the. Uh, I'm trying to think of some. There were a lot in the like Wisconsin area. And uh, Western Pennsylvania, there was a big one where um, in your neck of the woods, there's so many of them throughout. As a matter of fact, American, uh, what was it called? There's a book out. The American Horror Host, I think it's called. Yeah, I saw you were inducted into the Horror Host Hall of Fame. So there has to be a bunch of them for you to be like, in, you know. Yes, I was inducted along with Elvira. She was there. Uh, she did you was, meet her? I did, very briefly, but I met her. Um, and Roland was also, John Zacherly is his real name. Roland was also, uh, inducted into that hall of fame. And I, we went to, Rick and I went to Columbus, Ohio to, uh, for the induction. And it was just so much fun. I mean, I, I met a lot of crazy horror hosts throughout the year, uh, Gore Vidal and, oh, I don't know. So yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the, the names are hilarious and the yeah. names of the shows. So I love it. Yeah, it's an interesting uh, phenomenon in America. I don't know if they have them in Europe, but these horror hosts, a lot of kids grow up with horror hosts showing horror movies when they, you know, their whole lives throughout America. And they find a connection with them that lasts a lifetime. Yeah, it's, a, it's such a blast of nostalgia, I think. Horror hosts have a very special place in my heart. I love Dr. Mind and Quasi Boudreaux. And there was another one in Louisiana called uh, Morgus. And I watched the Elvira show. But the one that was my very favorite was Commander USA on USA Up All Night. Oh, yes. I remember that. 
I love that guy. Sadly, he passed away last year, but because especially the time period, you know, like I'm so nostalgic about anything uh, from that time period that it doesn't matter what it is. I like to see it so that I get a feel of being back there, you know, like in time. And, yeah. And, I and it was it. before social media. So, yeah. um, you know, and when I came on the air in 84, um, VHS machines were just coming out. So we all right. ran out and bought one and they were like $500. They yeah. were so expensive, you know? I, I remember my uncle had one in, in 1980. He was like, the, and it was $800. Yeah, yeah, right, right. The top loaders, they would pop oh, up yeah. and you put the tape in. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. And I'm just glad that social media didn't exist back then, you yeah. know? I, uh, me too. It was much yeah. more simple time. Innocent. Yeah. It just, I know you had to communicate with people and socialize. And now people, you would think that this makes more people, so, makes people more social, but I think it makes them more antisocial because you don't get to be in, you know, you don't, you're not with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in, yeah it, just, it has good and bad. I mean, you get, the good thing is we get to, I met you and me yeah, and right. you know, those are the good things that you opens up your world in that yeah, respect. Yeah. But, to people that are even clear across the country, like, you know, that you, right. you would have never crossed paths with in Philadelphia. Yeah. So yes, exactly. And one of the things that I found out when I went on Facebook was people found me that were Stella fans and the stories that they share with me about growing up and watching Stella are things that I didn't know about. Like today, it's you get instant feedback from people, yeah. you know, right. whether it's good or bad. People can talk to you while it's happening, you know. But back then, people had to write letters. They yeah. had to sit down and put it in the mailbox, or they didn't even do that. So the stories that people are sharing with me are uh, they make me cry sometimes. Aww. It's like, I, you know, you don't have any idea who yeah. you're connecting with. Today you do, you know, you know, every yeah. single one of your fans. But back then it was, it was different. So that's one of the amazing things about Facebook for me that I've, you know, but. Yeah, when, well, I saw that you had called some of your fans stalkers and um, I wasn't sure if they were actually stalking you or, um, or they, that's what, you, like you actually had literal stalkers or that's what you just oh. called your fans. <laughs> you know? um, uh, I was probably making a joke. Okay. Okay. Cause like, well, you never know that cause people did get stalkers too. I mean, that's what. Well, you I, know, I, that's funny. It was uh, at the station. It was the news anchors, the women who were doing the news or the weather. They're the ones who had trouble with stalkers. Uh -huh. I guess everybody thought I was so weird that, you know. They were afraid of you. They were afraid <laughs> yeah. of me. They're like, well, yeah. her. You know? Right. She'll hurt us. <laughs> yeah. She'll tie us up in the dungeon. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess that was an advantage, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I never, at least if I had a stalker, I did, I wasn't aware of it. That's for sure. You yeah. Know, I, I was never... watching um, where it, it seemed like it, at the beginning, your, your intro was kind of like Cinderella, but you were um. like, you lost your bra <laughs> instead of your shoe. And like these guys come like, trying to bring your bra back and they follow you. And then you go out to get in a carriage, but it turns into a, a taxi cab. Yeah, you're right. Yes. Yes, exactly. Is that, is that what it was supposed to be? Like you were like, the, the Cinderella. Um, uh, yes, that was it. It was you know, like a weird, demented Cinderella gone terribly awry. Like okay. a, a thing, yeah. you know. Yeah. But, yeah. Six years, I had three different opens. Um, the first one was 
each one got a little higher tech, you know, got a little more production value. Yeah. And the one that you saw uh, with the carriage and the, you know, dancing and I yeah. lost the bra and stuff like yeah. that um, at midnight, because my show started at one o'clock. So that was the thing. I was rushing out of the club, the nightclub to get home to start my show. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, that was my third one. And my husband, we used the same music, the Mooch, but different version. So Rick, my husband is a musician. He, um, he did the last one, made it sort of like a rock version in a way. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it was fun. So we got involved, yeah. But anyway, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Crazy, crazy times. Yeah, but fun. I mean, I can't, you know, I can't imagine, like, how cool that was. And then you got to do, like... Like, did you do special appearances and stuff? Because, like, were those, oh my were, the, God. were those the Eagles yes. cheerleaders? Were they the Eagles yes. Cheerleaders? Yes. Okay. Yes, I had the Eagles yeah. cheerleaders. I think I had them on twice. Um, I had uh, a lot on, well, especially the Halloween week, the station would supply me with a limo. And, uh, and on Halloween night, I must have made about eight appearances on Halloween night, including uh, halftime at the uh, 76ers game. And awesome. uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I went to the, the Phillies game and I mean, it, you know, because my station was a big station, I had all these promo things come my way. It was, it was really a lot of fun. I mean, we had wild times, I'll tell you, wild. <laughs> do you, um, do you go to any of those things now, like um, Chiller Theater or Monster Mania? Like any of I, those? I did. There was a long time there before Facebook. Okay. So in between the time I left the show, I did a lot of other things and then Facebook came out and that's when everybody started discovering Stella again. Uh And I was invited at that point to, um, Chiller theater. Uh, no, uh, yes. That's the one in Cherry Hill, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I've been there. Yes. Uh, I was there once. It was a huge success. It was so much fun to, to meet all the people because it was my demographic. Is it yeah. your local? Yeah, your local. Yeah, people. I was local. Yeah. So a lot mm-hmm. of local people showed up. I've been to uh, two others. One, it was in Parsippany, New York. And uh, I forget what that was. Harhound, I think it uh-huh. was called. And one, and then when I was inducted in Columbus. And of course, um, the people at the convention knew me only through social media at that point. Because yeah, I, was, I wasn't local to their Right. but people would find me and watch my shows on youtube and stuff yeah. um that's so, what but, i did <laughs> yeah okay all right yeah, i'm a fan one, now too i love it <laughs> <laughs> the, the biggest one, oh boy we got away with murder talk about politically correct there was no such thing back then right on the, on the show on, yeah some of your stuff was kind of risque and i was thinking did you get like censored for anything like and because no which was shocking but okay. now it's shocking to think of it back then we didn't even think about well it came on at one o'clock in the morning so when i first started airing the big boss at the station would watch my show a tape of it before it aired in case he had any questions or or there was anything questionable but he always said okay no that's fine who's gonna watch at one o'clock in the morning you know well i, I actually had yeah. really big ratings and we they just stopped watching my shows we never had to go through that so i had no censors really i mean we didn't curse yeah we I, know, I, w- curse. I watched that um a skit with you as the maid with the, oh. blonde, the white hair and the maid oh. 
Oh. <laughs> I think that was our James Blonde. We did James Blonde. Oh. We did series where Bob, my butler, Hives played another. He was uh, James Blonde. And I played uh, some kind of nefarious, made bad, evil villain. I don't know. Yeah, and you were <laughs> talking about, you're talking about getting sick to your stomach and about putting your head between your legs. And the, the, two, <laughs> the, two, the two guys were like... Um, you know, wanting to be like your servant or whatever, or I don't know what they, they just oh wanted to be <laughs> whatever you wanted them to be, I guess. Right. Uh, yeah. Stella, had a, Stella was such a loser too, though, you know, she tried so oh. hard to be a diva and never quite, you know, it was more in her mind than anywhere oh. else. Um, but she was a man eater, so she did collect men. Believe it or not, I'm a very modest person. I was always modest. Like I always, you know, I never showed my cleavage. I always wore long sleeves and collars and stuff. And then I got that, but I was an actress. And when I got this part, you know, it was like God said, okay, you can be a TV star, but you have to show your cleavage, you know. So you, um, and you do what you got to do. Yeah. It was difficult in the beginning. I was very self-conscious, but then I started seeing them as props, you know. Yeah. And like, <laughs> so okay. I got that. Yeah. yeah. Do you and still then, have um, the original black dress that you were well, wearing? Well, I thought you were going to say, do I still have my cleavage? I was going to say. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I think you probably do. I just yeah, guessed. I do. <laughs> there was supposed to be a... TV horror host museum opening up in Salem, Massachusetts. And since I was inducted into the Hall of Fame of TV horror hosts, they asked if I could donate something for the museum. So I gave them one of my extra dresses and boa. Oh. So, but I don't know if it ever opened. Uh, so, so much for that. But yes, I still... I still have the dresses. <laughs> okay. I, well, the sets and stuff, what um, they were awesome too. The, oh. the furniture and yeah, I love that. I would like to put them in my house as decorations. I know. I, <laughs> yeah. Well, the minute my show went off the air, they just took everything down. They were, they were big pieces. You know, there was a big studio at Channel 3. Yeah. So they had a lot of room and they had a big art department. And the guys were, it was so much fun because I, I did a show one time called, a series called Lonesome Dove when Lonesome Dove was popular on TV. Yeah. I did a spoof on it, sort of Lonesome Deep. Stella wanted to be a cowgirl or do a miniseries. It was like a Western. She okay. did. Uh, a haunted Western, of course. And the art department would do things like they built me a saloon and a bar that was sort of tilted. So if I put a glass and pushed it down, it slid right down the bar. Oh, my God. I had It was amazing. Everybody had fun on my show. Even the art department, the carpenters, all those talented people. It's funny how um, a movie, when you're a kid, there's always one or two movies that are so terrifying that they re you remember them for the rest of your life. Yeah, do you have one that was, did, 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 did that uh, well, to you? I mean, When I was real young as a kid, The Wolfman with uh, Lon Chaney Jr. Oh, I love it. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Oh, my God. Sir Jugular. Is that the way Jenny Williams was killed? Yes. Find something? Animal tracks. Whoever is beaten by a werewolf and lives becomes a werewolf himself. Oh, don't hand me that. You're just wasting your time. The wolf beat you, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he did. You wouldn't want to run away with a murderer, would you? Oh, Larry, you're not. You know you're not. I killed Bela. I killed Richardson. If I stay here any longer, you can't tell who'll be next.
and, and I'm going to show, I'm actually going to go see my friend in two weeks. And I said, that's the movie we're going to watch. Oh, that's amazing. That terrified yeah. me even more than Dracula or Dracula was pretty scary too. The yeah. original Dracula. Uh, but more than Frankenstein didn't really scare me. I mean, they all scared me because we love being scared. Right. But the Wolfman really terrified me. I love me the Wolfman. I love it. It's like the perfect Halloween movie. Perfect. It's great. And, it's and, great. And, uh, years. Yeah. Oh, I have. I taped it off Turner Classic Movies and I can watch it anytime. I watch it all the time. But it, Bella Lugosi's in it too. He's the... He's, yes. He's, yeah, yeah, he's, he's the first the, werewolf. Yeah. Right. Oh, they were the, the good gypsies. ones. They yeah. were the really good horror movies, you know. I, I think I became, I didn't watch them so much in this. well, I was showing them in the 80s, but I didn't really watch them because the whole thing of slasher movies started to happen. And the first ones were really good, like Friday the 13th or Halloween. But after that, it yeah. just became too much for me you know i like the old yeah. movies but the movie yeah. i think that terrified me the most in my entire life was the exorcist you know oh. um yeah i mean i had yeah. catholic family and everything so ouija boards and all that stuff where you know the whole i threw my ouija board out after that movie yeah, oh, I, the yeah that, that movie and um the night of the living dead um, the Night yes. of the Living Dead was filmed in Pennsylvania, and I it, I just watched it for the first time maybe ten years ago. I had seen like pictures of it, and my uncle had like one of those monster like books, and it was right. all about the old movies and just the yes. pictures of it in black and white of like this. They they kill like a little girl in that movie, and like and then they eat they're eating body parts and stuff. And in black and white, saying. it looks even <laughs> grosser. You know, it's it like does. it's, it's scary. Yeah, <laughs> it is, and it's like and it just it just scared me so bad just even like the pre in the uh, previews like when you'd see right. them on tv i couldn't watch the whole movie because i could barely get through the preview you know it's like yeah well, the old advertising of those old old movies were so much fun too they would say you know uh you know you have to have a good heart to see this movie it's so scary you have to have a doctor's yeah. note uh, really oh well, yeah yeah so what about patrick what was his scariest movie the movie that scared me as a kid and stuck with me was Salem's Lot. I was terrified by that one. Um, Patrick just watched Evil Dead last night, and I've never seen it. I've never seen Evil Dead either. Yeah, I like that one. It, it took off and became this multi-million dollar franchise with Bruce Campbell. Right, right. Yes, it's true. They made three movies and a TV series, and that, uh, that first one was super low budget. It was an indie film, and uh, Sam Raimi made it for around ninety thousand dollars. Well, they made a lot, like they made a lot of them back then, like that. Those um, I spit on your grave movies, and right, um, right. and like yeah, the low budget ones. Those are they were really violent. You know, I, I'm not into like yeah. where people get tortured. Like not, you know, I like like um, suspense, like thrillers, and you know, yes. like that kind of stuff but not like the uh, that's why i don't like new movies like i don't like any new horror because they're too they're over the top bloody violent exactly just, i don't want to see someone's arm ripped off and stuff yeah, you know, i don't need to see that tortured yeah yeah whatever. people being tortured that's not my thing no um, it that's it's horrifying but it's not scary 
right yeah and i i watch a a scary movie with like either an afghan over my head where i could peek out through the hole (laughs) (laughs) that's how i air a pillow in front of my face or and 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 there are some movies that honestly i've never even seen like the scary scenes in them because i cover my head and i've watched them like (laughs) uh, uh, 10 times but i've never watched the scary scenes so right 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 do do you have a favorite um i saw we saw like yeah you with pictures of like mr t and like other people, like were they guests on the show? Uh, yeah, well, oh, met them at events. They were either a guest on my show or Mr. T. I met. We did a big uh, telethon back then. Telethons were real big back in the yeah. day. And this one was for uh, I think it was for Children's Hospital, and he was the big star that came in to co-host the telethon. Yeah. So um, I was of course dressed as Stella for the you know, the, the, yeah. the telethon, I would had to come on and stuff. And apparently Mr. T really took to Stella. <laughs> he did. Yeah, yeah. You know what? In that picture, he looked like Mr. Sweat T because he was all sweating. <laughs> he was all sweating. And, you know, and he was, he, he yeah. was so funny. He was very, very sweet. He was a complete gentleman. He uh, was hilarious. He had a good sense of humor and he had, we assigned him an assistant uh, the assistant had to carry a box with all his gold around. He carried all his jewels around with him. Did he? So, yeah. But he was great. And I got a great picture with him. He was really a lot of fun. So yeah. that, that was nice, you know. Horror hosts are a lot of fun. And they make late night television worth uh, staying up for. I know there's one on now that's uh, really popular. I think his name's Zvinguli. Uh, yes, Van Gulli. Yeah, yeah, he's. Yeah. Like, I watch him on MTV, and I mean, there's merchandising for his show and that. So it's it's something that's been around and it's still around. I think it's going to continue to go. Uh, uh, any of y'all know of any other horror host that's going on right now that has a show? Um, you know, there are a lot of them online um, that you know host their own shows on YouTube and stuff. So there's a ton of them, um, but. On television, the only one I know of is Sven Gulli. Right. That's the only one that I know. Who I know that name, but I don't know. Um, he, it sounds like he's been around a while, you know? Uh, I mean, I, I've heard that name, so. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think how long he's been. He hasn't been, well, maybe now he's been on television a while, but it was a big deal when he started his show because horror hosts haven't been on television for a long time. It's like an old-fashioned thing, you but know. They should, that should be. That's what's sad, you know, because like kids today, they don't have anything like that. You know, they don't have like what we had, you know. And and it's right. it, and it's sad, like because like um, it ga- it gave you something fun to look forward to, and like yeah, you do like like the characters, and I mean, right. it's, just, it's so nostalgic, you know, to look back at it. But it's like, where's that? Where in the future are people going to look back at this time and be have? people like you you know it's like well they well let me tell you something lisa people kids go they take their computers or their uh tablets to bed with them and they can find horror movies and horror hosts all over the internet and they can watch them under their blankets and stuff so they do have that and there's some really goofy uh um horror shows with horror hosts like, uh, like Gore Vidal has one. He's a vampire. He's a real cheesy vampire. Um, there's a real uh, Roxy um, Carnival of Horrors. Um, Roxy is uh, 
the name of the host. It's Carmela Hazlitt is her name, an actress, and she does one. And hers are real. Hers are great. They're hilarious. So they do. Kids can find them. I mean, you're right. They don't have something like every Saturday. They don't have, they're not like skits, though, like with a with a set and stuff, right? Well, there's somebody. No, like... they are. Oh, they are? Oh, okay. Yes. Oh. Zvinguli is a ghoul, and he has a coffin on his set, and uh, he has black around his eyes, and he wears his top hat. Yeah, yeah, he does. He wears a, like, I, know who, I know exactly who you're talking about now. Yeah, he does shtick, you know, he does all yeah. the goofy shtick, but yeah. online there are a ton of them, and they have oh. sets, they, yeah. they build... It's interesting because I auditioned for the part. It wasn't like as an actress, I said, oh, I want to grow up to be a horror movie host. It was like never entered my mind. But the ones that are online now do want to be horror hosts. Like that's their goal. So they have a lot of fun with it. And they they make elaborate sets they build. And you could they could do so much too with editing now also. And they show... They show bad horror movies that you, the ones that are the public domain that they can get the rights to, um, and and have characters and stuff. So yeah, you can. They're they're there. I don't think they're as much fun as that anticipation. Like you know, every Saturday night, Sven Gulli's on or or Stella was on or something. So yeah, and you're right, Patrick. Growing up with horror hosts, I grew up with them, and they meant a lot to me. You know, in a fun way. It was like a nice of nostalgia yeah yeah well, yeah well how did where did stella get the name stella where'd you get how that uh well the producer of the show at the time when they held the auditions he chose the name stella for some reason because he thought he liked the idea of a bunch of uh marlon brando yelling stella streetcar named desire yeah yeah that's, right. where I, that's the only name I, where i know that name from is streetcar named desire yeah yeah so that was his and i he said you like that name i said yeah that sounds great you know so stella it was her last name is desire by the way in case anybody little <laughs> oh. there. Stella Trivia. the Dyer. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. well so actually, I don't know if I should say this now, but Stella is actually our code word for this week, too. So, oh. to win our prize. And we're, we're giving away a, um, a copy of the Blu ray of the Haunted Honeymoon movie with Gene Wilder and Gilda Radner. Oh, my God. That's great. What a great Which, prize. Yeah. So, that's our prize for this week for, for the episode with you because. I just realized that because you did Saturday Night Dead and Gilda Radner was in Saturday Night Live. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> connected. So right. if, if anybody listens, you know, and, and gets, does this, um, gets the code word Stella and messages us, they can win that. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah. that, that's one. Well, that's, what, that's why they called my show Saturday Night Dead because I came on immediately after Saturday Night Live. Yeah, there we go. So we're right, right on, right on the. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's why my ratings were so high because everybody was up watching Saturday Night Live and they just kept it on, kept it going. Yeah. You know. Yeah, we we I remember like back then, like Friday nights and Saturday nights in the eighties and stuff. We we'd stay up watching Benny Hill too. Do you, do you remember? Oh my God, I love Benny Hill. <laughs> yeah, he was very risque. He was. And if you watch it now. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So I, I remember that. That was like on late at night too. And yeah, it was all, yeah, it was, it was it bad. Was very it was very bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was, yeah. And then um, I, I was wondering like if, if you had ever like seen stuff that had Vampira in it, because 
I remember when uh, Elvira come out, Vampira was jealous of Elvira, you know, so. Yes, um, I think it, she sued her, actually. Yeah, yes, she did, yeah, yeah. Um, she did, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I keep forgetting her name. Um, she was the original, uh, She Vampira was the very first horror host on television. Her name anywhere. was my, my, my Nermi. 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 Yeah. Nermi. Oh. She uh, was really beautiful. Like what, She was what, very beautiful. She was in Plan 9 from Outer Space. Yeah. And right. she had that, uh, she was very popular. She was in uh, California, in LA. She was out of LA. So she knew a lot. Like, I think she dated... Um, Yes, yes, James Dean and, and, all. So and maybe Vampire. Elvis or something too. I don't know. I'm yes, just, yeah, she was really, yeah. right. She she uh, hung with the, the crazy cat. She was also kidnapped by a fan and oh. held captive for in her a house of, in her house or something like that. I read that something like that. And she was held captive for a couple of days, and yeah. she finally escaped. It was terrible. It was terrible. But you're right. When Elvira came on. Um, Myra Numi, whatever, <laughs> sued her. May I? M it's M A I L A. Myla, my Malia, Malia maybe. Nermi. Yeah. Myla Nermi. Yeah. Something like that. Anyway, yeah. she sued Elvira, and I'm, I don't think she won, but because of the look, she said yeah. she stole her. I don't her think she won either. I read that too. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. But Stella but she, looked totally different. So, I mean, that was one of the things, like, I, we knew what Elvira looked like. So we went, tried to get something, uh, the style department going opposite. You know? That was so had, your, your own red hair? It was a wig. I had <laughs> a long red wig. I have, I'm a natural, I am a redhead. Yeah. Uh, so it was half my hair and half the wig, but I didn't have hair that long. So I had a really like, long, like a fall, wavy. Like, a fall, like underneath it? Like, yeah. It was a full wig. With oh, just some it? of my hair in the front to make it look natural. It you did know? look natural, yeah. I thought it was um, your hair, yeah. It, but it was a cheap wig. Oh, I, I must have gone through a dozen wigs in six years because they were cheap <sighs> wigs, so they would frizz oh. out, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Stella was more of like a Rita Hayworth type of a glamorous, not, uh, not real spooky looking. Like Elvira was scarier looking. Yeah. In a sexy way, but... It, well, Elvira was a vampire. Stella was a human. Stella right. was not, uh, she was a vamp, but she wasn't. Uh, oh, she was a vamp. Okay. Yeah. She wasn't immortal or anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was human. <laughs> yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Right. Red, red blooded. Yeah. She was a <laughs> red blooded <red-blooded> human. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's really good. Yeah. So I, I saw, so, oh, you have a Facebook page for Saturday Night Dead. There's a Facebook page uh, Yes, I didn't, actually, I didn't even start that. Uh, but I gave it my blessings. Okay. It, my name is attached to it, but um, I, I haven't looked there in a long time. So, but yes, okay, there is a Saturday Night Dead. And they do yeah. all kinds of things. They're not all related to me. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and some of it, I did see some like creepy horror um, uh, pictures of some maybe B, B movies that look pretty pretty nasty you know so yeah yeah i haven't looked at that page in a really long time they just asked me if it was okay and in my honor to do it and i said yes yeah, sure you know just don't yeah as long as you're you know, so, so and stella has a, a facebook page also which 
I really don't even go to. I uh, I did in the beginning, but then going back and forth, like I felt like I did didn't want to be a character on Facebook. You know, it was hard uh-huh. enough to be myself on Facebook. Okay. So now mo- most of my Stella fans have reached me through my own Karen Cioli Facebook page. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, um, and then I have an Encore Theater uh, Facebook page. I have my own theater company now called Encore Senior, Encore Senior Theater Company. And it's in Haddon Heights where I live. Um, I started it about three years ago and you have to be at least 50 to be into in the theater company and can we there. hit that Patrick we're there we can be there oh good you can join us yeah we're over 50 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. I think the youngest person right now is like 62 or something in the group so we are very edgy and we're hilarious um, we do we've done two murder mysteries which we've written and performed um, we, we do like monologue nights, you know, cause I'm an acting teacher also. And, uh, right now we're shooting our own comedy soap opera called the edge of heights. Cause we live in Haddon Heights. Yeah. So the open for that is on the Facebook page. You can check it out. It's a, it's a lot of fun. I'm finding this very, very rewarding and satisfying, uh, bringing art and theater to senior citizens, uh, well, one or one Rini is 90 years old. We have several who are in their 80s. And, you know, they come with such a richness of their life to put into monologues that, and they're overlooked in the real theater world, unless, you know, you're playing. An so old- these are people that are, that are acting, that are acting in the, in the um, plays and stuff that you perform? That are yes. Older? Yes. Okay, they're not your your you're not going to like nursing homes and performing for No, no, we're a company. Okay. <laughs> yes. yeah. We're okay. a company. We have rehearsals and we have yeah. a place to meet and stuff and uh, right now we're shooting a soap opera. So it's 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 so it's very fulfilling for everybody. You know, I mean the seniors are and there's a lot of seniors these days because of the baby boomers and all and we're living longer. So and we're yeah. overlooked when it comes to the arts, especially in theater. So you give somebody, our nine-year-old did a monologue from uh, Tennessee Williams, uh, one of Tennessee Williams, like normally a 22-year-old woman would have been doing this monologue. And it just takes on a whole different life. It's because it's done through the eyes of yeah. someone who has lived and understands that. You know, so it's, it's amazing. I'm very, very much into it. As you can tell, it's my new passion is this theater company. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of comedy involved too. And they're tired of, you know, chair yoga and pottery classes and stuff, you know, they want something more fulfilling than that. Give them Uh, some variety. Yeah, exactly. So we're having a blast with it. I really enjoy this part of my, this new phase of my life. I like it. I have a, uh, a show on YouTube called Goth Mothers of Transylvania. Now we only did one episode. So, uh, and then we stopped, you know, so we might resume, but it's Goth Mothers of Transylvania. It's sort of like a a housewives show, like a Bravo housewife show, but everybody are, they're dead. (laughs) You know, like they're vampires or witches or, 
uh, you know, takes place in Transylvania, and they're rich and they're dead. <laughs> you so, ever gone to Transylvania in real life? Have you ever traveled? Uh, oh my God, almost. We had a contest um, one Halloween when I was at the TV station, and the winners won. Four people won a trip to Transylvania, and I was supposed to go with them with this. Uh, a, t- a radio host who was real big at the time and he didn't want to go. So they didn't send me to. So I was so I know. I, I was I like, like punched him there. a good one. Like, yeah, I was like, well, can't somebody other than him go? I want to yeah, go. Can I go? You know, yeah. yeah you, could, you don't even need him. Yeah. yeah right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I don't want to go to Transylvania. I'm like, what? Oh, well, well, Karen, we want to thank you very much for being a guest on the Pop Ninja podcast. It's been a lot of fun learning about Stella, the man eater. To the listeners out there, go check out Karen's pages and look up Saturday Night Dead on YouTube. We want to thank everyone for listening to this week's podcast. Don't forget to send us a private message on our Facebook page to be entered into the uh, drawing for the prize. Also, Visit our website at popninja.net for more cool content. And we hope you'll join us again next week. We're going to have a magician on our show. And he's also a Hollywood film producer. As we sign off, I want to leave you with this final thought. And whosoever shall be found without the soul for getting down must stand and face the hounds of hell and rot inside a corpse's shell.